Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. This, that, and the third. QBM Radio Chicago, a service of urban broadcast media. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy Calvin Leroy King the Third, and you are tuned in to another episode of This, That, and and the third brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media and also heard on SoundCloud and iTunes. And I have to my right the lovely co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Reesey PC Peanut Butter Cup. Hey y'all, what's going on? And shout out to my man D Curtis Roundo on the board. Shout out to my shooter, my nephew, man, Aquatic Fire, aka Christian. Yeah. All right. East Coast Finest, but he in the shot now. So we're going to do it the best way we know how, man. We're going to recap last week's show for those of y'all that missed it. And for those of y'all were here, we're going to remind you what you may have uh, experienced last week. Also, be sure to tune in to Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday at 8 so you can catch us live. And if you missed the show, be sure to check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes by just searching this, that, and the third. And in order to download the Urban Broadcast Media app, all you have to do is go to your app store or Google Play and type in Urban Broadcast Media, download it, and click on radio. All right? So last week, for those of y'all that missed it, first of all, shame on you. But we talked about a lot of things from travel to politics, sports, black history makers, entertainment, health, and relationships. And as it pertained to travel, we talked about the top five cities that blacks should travel to. Now, Reese, are you a world traveler or are you more local with it these days? You know what? I want to go out of the, the country. But you was going to say the world. You was going to say the I want to go out the world. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, though, Lucky. Look, I, I just watched Passengers. Have you seen that movie yet? Nah, but I've seen The Martian. Yeah. And this okay. nigga was growing well, crops on Mars. I'll right, do that. Right. Yeah. But uh, where you want to go in the world? Um, one place, one place. Greece. Greece, there it is. I love bacon. Um, <laughs> politics, we talked about the Trump reality, man. We'll have some more of that a little bit later. But Secretary um, of Education, Betsy DeVoyce, um, caught a lot of backlash, but still made it through the process. And she now officially our Secretary of Education. What are your thoughts? Yeah. There it is. All right. And then also Mike Flynn, I think he was the Secretary of Defense. He resigned recently? Like, this nigga is done already? He resigned or he got fired. I've been reading the headlines, and it said resignation. And then they trying to act like, oh, his resignation don't really mean much, and da-da-da-da. So they kind of covering it up. So yeah. I think he resigned, and they trying to act like, oh, well, we ain't going to miss him. Yeah, you know. We didn't get that. We didn't get that. Um, Trump didn't really acknowledge that in his press conference right. yesterday. He he, he is a, a roundabout type nigga though. <laughs> this dude don't answer he's no questions. He's a bullshitter. He's, he's, he he is. Bullshitter, bullshitter. So he's I know. very. Oh shit! So that means you are one too. Uh, yeah, moving into yeah. sports, we talked about <laughs> Super Bowl highlights and lowlights, and we definitely talked about the commercials that stuck out to us um, from the uh, Super Bowl this past um, two weeks ago now. And then we talked about how Tom Brady decided that he's not. Going to um, No 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 I'm sorry Tom Brady decided When they won last time As well as Peyton Manning did When they won last year They weren't going to the White House When Barack was in office And now we have uh, African American athletes From Martellus Bennett And others That are uh, disagreeing With going Well they're not They're pretty much saying They're not going to the White House Because Trump is in office What are your thoughts there? Oh, good for him. Right. Like, and, and. Next. Bow <laughs> to the people. All right. We talked about Black History Makers, man, because, I mean, it's Black History Month. Yeah. But there's Black History being made. Would you agree with that? Yes. So we brought in my man Jeff Osuji, a.k.a. Jeff Rowe from Pyramid Solutions and BlackDoctor.org. And he was spitting some of that truth. He's our inside guy going forward. So y'all be tuned to um, stay hear more from him and stay tuned for more appearances. Cool. Yeah, real cool dude, man. Shout out to the Ebos, man. All right. In entertainment, we had an exclusive interview with none other than John B. B does not stand for black is what we learned last week. But the lovely Miss Reese P.C. Peanut Butter Cup, she interviewed John B. And what, were, what was my, probably the major highlight of that interview, in your opinion? Um, that he's still working on stuff he still travels every month um, and does live performances and he's coming up with some new music yeah now i find that kind of interesting like after you reach a certain level of status and fame and celebrity i mean you still a celebrity even though you're not at the pinnacle of your career and you know people still be out here making moves i saw uh, mjg and eight ball concert in like geneva illinois the other day 
I was just like, damn, they. They don't got no braids. They don't got no braids. Look, they don't look like the MJG eight ball we grew up on. But nonetheless, they still out here getting it. Yeah, and if they fit the budget for that venue or that right. group, and then it's going to work. And at the end of the day, man, I mean, you might have been a $50,000 show type dude before. But, I mean, five racks for an hour is not bad money. You get a couple five rack gigs for the week. Excuse I mean, me. Hey. Excuse me. I'll take it. Right. Cut the check. Uh, we also talked about the movie trailers from the Super Bowl. Um experience and then mark Wahlberg just out here killing the game man he's a new face of transformers Transformers. straight like that man rest in peace shot little bluff um <laughs> and uh health and i like saya saya yeah isn't that i call him silo I I like uh in health we talked about healthy tips and lifestyles that you can uh, find on the this that a third page from how to lose weight to how to detox to just you know how to get your gut section in order man for anybody that's interested in such i actually just saw a commercial and this is the first of its kind that i've seen uh-huh. it wasn't talking about weight loss or diet it was talking about gaining weight it was like man you trying it's but it kicked off like are you sick of being skinny and scrawny i was right. like damn who agreed right. to have a picture up while this nigga was saying that you know what i'm saying and it was a little thin lady but it was just men and women talking about now nah, i want to bulk up i want to put some more meat on my bones and who out the bam like have you seen this commercial I mean, no i haven't seen the commercial but i know that the struggle that's a is thing real that's a thing not for, not for some yeah, not for me not for some <laughs> I don't Excuse have, me. I don't have that issue. Okay? Excuse me. I would give it to you if I could, but I can't. Okay? Give it to me. <laughs> give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gussy stuff. And then in relationships was our favorite topic. We talked about black love, man. We talked about the definition of love from our respective um, perspectives. And then we also talked about love at first sight. Is it a such thing or not? And then the idea of couples. So um, tell the people that didn't tune in last week, do you believe in love at first sight? No. Why not? Because um, it's never happened to me. Okay. okay. And we agree that it was lust at first yeah, sight, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. The energy's there, and you'd be like, ooh, there's a connection. But you right. know, you just never know what's going to happen. Love connection. You remember love connection with Chuck Woolery? Yeah. Man, yeah, that was yeah. my shit, G. That was my shit. All right, man. So we talked about last week, but enough about last week. What about this week, man? So we're going to kick it off with entertainment, man. You know what I'm saying? We had a lot going on this past weekend as it pertains to the Grammys and the NAACP Awards. So we're going to run it down a list with some of our biggest winners and possibly some of our biggest losers from that particular evening, man. Shout out to my man D. Curtis Randall on the board with the on and on and on. I love and Erica. On. Shout out Erica. to Erica Badu. Have you, you know, oh, it's so talk, weird. Let's talk about Erica, G. It's please. so weird because I saw a video of her and she went to this high school, right? Uh, Just yeah. surprised the high school kids or whatever and nobody responded your name again right i Excuse was me. like that's erica Badu. is what? this the lunch lady's sister that made or... me feel old i was like Gee. oh maybe that's our generation i want to say I, I think they missed that like yeah. i think the same thing would happen to some of our greats like lauren hill and those that are just not memes if, if there's no right. meme about you they don't know about you you know right. what i'm saying they only know jordan i was talking to my man calvin evans about this they damn near only know jordan because of a meme now or because of a sneaker as true. opposed yeah. to what they got him really to that greatness. level yeah. yeah his greatness they don't know the goat in him um but i think um my fondest memory was seeing erica badu i think we were doing a layover i was with some co-workers and we was flying back from maybe boston i think we was coming back from harvard or something for some professional development and we stopped in some whatever for an hour, maybe Memphis. Let's just say Memphis, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Erica Badu was up in there, you know, at the little uh, uh-huh. food court. Uh-huh. Big, tall, top hat. Yeah. It was obviously yeah. Erica. Yeah. <laughs> and had the Louis Vuitton bags, had a little handler with her. And uh, my girls was going crazy. Both yeah. on Deltas, they going crazy. They like, oh my God, that's Erica, that's Erica. I'm like, it so is. <laughs> and they was like, I got to get a picture with her. I got to get a picture with her. And you I'm like, like me man. too. I mean, real talk, man. I'm too cool for all that shit. But I did want one, but I just look. This is how it went. So the first one goes up and was like, "Can I get a picture?" And she was like, "Yeah, hurry up though," because she was like, "I don't want people to know it's me." me and, then, and you drawing a crowd, and I got to take right. pictures with everybody. everybody. I got to cut it off, blah, blah blah. So she was like, "Man, be discreet, be quick." Boom. So they end up taking a picture together. So it's just one picture took, and I took the picture, and it was just kind of one of them things. Like I just felt like I'd have been extra thirsty to be like, "Okay, my turn." Yeah. You know you what I'm saying? Wanna, so I just left it alone. Yeah. I had I had the moment. I met her and kept it moving. And that was good enough. Though, At the end of the day, meet them. Yeah, that's enough for me, man. You know, yeah, I can't. I don't really me, like man. to ask for pictures. Yeah. I've done that maybe once or twice. One with Aaron D. Spears because mm. I worked on a film with him, and I was just like, "Yo, you from being Mary Jane?" Right. Picture. Right. But nobody else really. I've never done that. And and, and this this is person. why. And this I think this preceded this experience. But I remember one time I was 
I never told you this, but I body doubled for T.I. when when they were shooting. <laughs> Don't laugh, see? We got the same back of the head, man. So I, do- I body doubled for T.I. on Boss. That was a show no. that was on Stars. Yeah. And it was it had like Kelsey Grammer, right. Sanaa Lathan, a couple other heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm in the spot. I'm in there with Mario Van Peoples. I'm in there with Kelsey Grammer. Obviously, T.I. ain't there. or Otherwise, they wouldn't have need, needed me there. But, um... You know, all these celebrities are sitting in there, and I think I went up to Kelsey and was like, man, I'm just a big fan of your work, man. Just love everything that you do and everything you're about, and just sat down. And I was chilling, 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 and my work was done for the day before I even said anything to him. Next thing I know, I got a tap on the shoulder. Yeah, uh, you know you're done, right? You don't have to stay or anything. You can actually go to your trailer, change clothes, and go home. And I was just like, damn. And I think it was because I kind of overstepped my boundaries with yeah. being just this body double ass yeah, nigga. Yeah. And I like, dude, just not, enjoy yeah. the enjoy the the environment. Sorry. Don't do too much. You're not. And I did three much, obviously. All right, man. So we're gonna go to the Grammys, man. So some of the biggest uh winners, obviously, shout out to the shy chance, the rapper whoop, with whoop. three yes, Grammys that yes, he took home yes. for coloring book, man. And I don't remember exactly which ones. Do you? Which ones um, he won? I know he got best rap album. Shout out. That was the that was a that was the big one. Excuse night. us. Um, I don't remember the other two. But the fact not even the fact that he's from Chicago, but right. the fact that he did it on his own. Right. Without signing Independent. for a label. Independent. Um, he had that major concert at the White House. Straight up. Uh, the, the guaranteed. The great magnificent stadium. coloring day. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> low, low rate. White low Sox guaranteed. Stadium. Right. Okay. White Sox Park, I'm not man. Calling it guaranteed Fuck out of here with it's the sponsorships, so man. Um, but yeah, so I think the fact that it gave it gave a lot of kids hope yeah. that if I want to do this, yeah. I can do it without anybody yeah. backing me. So I, thought, like that. I think that was good. And I like the fact that in his speeches, he spoke to that, spoke directly to the camera, like, yep. "Yo, independence, independence is freedom." Yep. And he gave at gave every everything up to God, man. Like he was not shy about the fact that he is faithful and in tune with his with his creator. His spiritual side. But did you see his performance? Oh yeah. Oh, I thought he was gonna lose it. Was off the I chain. thought he was gonna lose he it. Yeah, my guy Kurt. Yeah, and I Kurt was, was like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said that Kurt had uh, he had a cover bun, a tux, and jogging yeah. pants, and some Yeezys. Like it was, <laughs> he was like just, too much. It was it, three he was, much he was too. combining yeah. the decades. Kurt, together. Kurt been gone though. Kurt been gone. He got good music, but mentally, like I seen him on the Breakfast Club, yeah, and just he's going it's a little going different. Some, some, but you know, something is manifesting. Nonetheless, he's nonetheless, still great. Shout out to Chance the Rapper, man. He shout out his brother. I love, I yeah, love that. that. Was good. He shout out his um, and I heard him and his baby mama not getting along right now, but he still shouted her out. Shouted out his yeah, his yeah. shorty. You know what I'm saying? Chance is just a stand up guy, man. And, Golly. and he called out um Governor Ryan. Mm-hmm. He asked to set up a meeting, and he called out Trump about mm-hmm. sending them feds here. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's not only doing his music thing, but he's very active in his community. He's an activist, man, and from. he's using his platform to get uh, a positive message out there that people are actually actually gonna follow, man. Right. Um, and then Adele, she actually beat out Beyonce for best song and best album, and I'm wondering, you know, in her speech, she kind of sounded like Adele West, like she was on some nah. She was. Lemonade was the best album of the year. That's all I wanted to say. But it's like, nigga, you just won. Like, what was okay, that right? So, was that wrong, or was she just trying to avoid the beehive? Stand? Um, I think, I think her. And in her speech afterwards, in the in backstage, she told the people that, you know, what the fuck does Beyonce have to do to Excuse get uh, an award? And I think that's what Kanye's been saying for years, yeah. right? But Adele did say, back when she was 11, No, No, No was like the first song that she, that her group yeah, sang. You yeah. know what I mean? So she is a fan of Beyonce. Right, right. Grew up so on I, it. Yeah, so I think she honestly probably did like the album. But I just heard or just watched on this dish nation mm-hmm. that the tribute to george michaels mm-hmm. um his manager wanted it to be beyonce rihanna and adele right oh, wow because the song that she sang nobody really knew that yeah. one. they wanted to throw some funky heads yeah, and kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. have adele Mix close it, it off yeah. right but adele said no adele said i'm getting she, this all by myself no. she said no Interesting. So, so look gary with the t was like well that's shade because that's the second time you said no to her wanting to collab because Beyonce asked her to be on her album and mm. she said no. But here it is, you want her to have her album. You know, you want her to Actions have some Actions speak louder than words. Right, so you know, I mean, I get it. Maybe she had some connection to George Michaels. You never know. Maybe Karma's the reason that whole set was fucked up because, you know, they had some technical difficulties <laughs> Wait, on that set. Over. Yeah, she said, my bad, my bad. I have to start over. Sorry, y'all don't say. <laughs> All right, man. What do you think the biggest moment was from the Grammys? Um, okay, to be honest with you, I didn't watch the whole thing because mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's long, boring. Yeah. Um, that as so well. from my understanding, it was Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. It was Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, Tribe. Ooh, 
Ooh, yeah. they came out I heard militant. They closed it because I heard it wasn't this award show. Everybody wasn't that political. I mean, yeah. a few people said some things here yeah. and there, but it wasn't like all the other war, award shows have been. So they closed it out with like a big. We gonna take this country back. They definitely, but they, <laughs> they brought bust ass out there, yeah. and it was it wasn't Buster Rhymes from. If you really want to party with me, it no, was Buster from Goddamn. It's this the yeah. Black Fist from <laughs> Higher, Higher Learning, Learning. G. <laughs> So man, shout outs, man. I think Bruno Mars <laughs> definitely killed it. I like the uh, little Prince demo he did. Okay. Um, yeah, his sets is just cold because I'm really in tune with 24 Karat Magic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that shit is cold to me. Um, Adele's <laughs> speech was very memorable as well. Um, what do you think was missing, if anything, from the awards? Um, you know, I always think um, just variety is missing from the Grammys Straight for up. me. Diversity. I've, yeah, like I haven't. The Grammys hasn't been great for me since Lauren Hill performed. Mm. And that was And when was that? Ago. Yeah, it was, like, it was 12 years ago. <laughs> was, was that? Like the early 2000s maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a I minute. mean cuz and they had a lot of different type of performers. Right. So Okay. I, I feel like one thing, well, two things, that I, a couple things I noticed was Drake was not there. Where was Drake? Right. Drake, I don't, has he won a Grammy? I don't think so. Yeezy? Yeah, you know, Kanye Yeezy. ain't coming. Kanye ain't coming. Yeah. Uh, I think Chris got him on lock for PR reasons. And then um, proper attire, man. It was, a, it was a couple outfits that were just kind of interesting, let's say. So that we had the group of, I don't know their names, so I'm going to call them white boys. The two white boys that um, went up there, and before they got their award, they just took their pants off and went up and got their award in their draws and they told a cool little story about how years ago they were watching the Grammys in their draws and was like man if we ever win a Grammy we gonna accept it just like this we gonna keep it real that was keeping it real to them but then also it was like I think it was Travis Barker if I'm not mistaken he um was on like the red carpet in a white tee you know what I'm saying? Cut off white tee, showing his sleeves and stuff like that. And I'm just kind of like, Did man. Did Travis Barker? I think so. One of them he, rock. He one of them always rock comes he, to right. the Oh, he's very consistent. Casually. Very consistent, yeah. right. But my thing is, if that was us and we took off our pants and oh, went on yeah, stage. That, we, they'd still be talking about they that. They would still be talking about that. If we showed up with a with a cutoff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they would they still, still be, be talking about that. And that's just very interesting to me, man. I don't always like to point things towards racism and stuff like that. But I'm just but saying. But it is. It is what it is, G. Like, we cannot just go on stage in our draws. First of all, the white girl's going to be like, excuse me, I'm okay, like, so, stepping so, away from my date, and I'm leaving with this Prime nigga. example, if a black woman wears a, a shorter dress, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. a little too much. Yeah. But white girls wear it all the time. If you ain't working with nothing, then it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's like Teacher Bay. Like, Teacher Bay had on something that a white girl could wear, like, wait, and wait, wait, everybody wait, wait, wait. is okay with is it. Is that but what you call That's the name you gave her? Or is that her name? That's, that's her hashtag. Teacher Bay was this thick body. I know, the yeah. lady. She was cute. Yeah, and, yeah. and bodied. And she just wore something that was form fitting, but it was like she wasn't going to be able to hide it, whatever she wore. You can't hide what you got, whatever you wear. So she just happened to be like, oh, I'm going to wear this one I little do, boom, I boom, do. boom. I throw on the sweater. Ah, she be trying to hide shawl. it, but it don't really work. <laughs> Couldn't hide that ass if, <laughs> if you had uh, a sweater wrapped around it, G. I swear <laughs> on everything. So let's kick it to the NAACP Awards then. First of all, did you watch that at all? No. No. No, but let me give a Very shout out to my girlfriend, Susan, because she worked behind the scenes mm-hmm. on it. She um, just got out to L.A. and she worked with uh, another producer. So she from the shot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she was out there Great working. Great migration? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so shout out to Susan, man. Uh, some of the big winners from the NAACP Image Awards was Blackish and The People versus O.J. Simpson with three wins apiece. Have okay. you seen? Are you in tune? Are fans? Yep, I, I shows? Both. Okay. Uh, Moonlight, another big winner. They've been having a great yeah, um, sure. Award award season. Moonlight won with four awards, and then Beyonce, Beyonce, Queen B, actually walked away with the most awards that evening with five. And my question is, what are your thoughts surrounding the fact that Beyonce decided to attend and perform at the Grammys instead of attending the NAACP Award or Image Awards, where in fact she was, you know, she was kind of shat by Adele winning all the awards she probably wanted, and she missed out on receiving five awards from her own people's her own community. I mean, but she won three, and and at, to be first and foremost, Beyonce is a singer. Okay. So why why would she skip the awards that congratulate singers mm-hmm. to go to the NAACP award just because it's a black award? Because before she realized she could sing, she was black. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't blow up because she was black. She ain't making money because she black. You see what I'm saying? So it's almost like this is my job, so I have to go to my job, my company's party. Right. And do all that stuff, and then I can go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I just think that has to come first. Like, Denzel is not... 
gonna skip the Oscars to go to the NAACP Awards. Because, yeah. what is he? An actor. He's then an actor. he's an activist because that's how he became all those other things right, because right. he had this platform as an actor. I'm clear. Well, she just straightened me right on up, didn't she? Facebook sorry. Live. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, look at Christian. Excuse face. me. He <laughs> believes. <laughs> <laughs> he subscribes. All right, man. Well, we thank y'all, man, for um, commenting. For those that did on the Facebook Live, for those that are on the This, That, and the Third page on Facebook, we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all follow. Make sure y'all comment. Make sure y'all engage with us, man. And y'all are tuned in to This, That, and the Third on Urban Broadcast Media, sponsored sponsored by Urban Broadcast Media, and also featured on SoundCloud and iTunes, starring none other than the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup and yours truly, Calvin L. King the Third. So we're gonna move out of entertainment, uh, but real quick, I'm gonna ask real quick because you know we work with the kids. You know UBM has about 25 uh, youth employees from the community right. here. Mm-hmm. So shouts out to UBM for giving our young people employment opportunities in the multimedia career fields. They came to me the other day asking me, have I seen this YouTube-only film called Strange Things About the Johnsons? I want to know, have you seen this shit? No, and I meant to watch it today, but I haven't watched it yet. Lordy, Lordy, Michael Jordy. So the plot goes as such. A young man is infatuated with his father to the point that he's derbing him off, right, forcibly derbing his father off, sexually molesting and raping his father. Mom knows about it, allows it to happen, and then eventually it ends in tragedy. And what's interesting to it, to me, about it, not the fact that it's just some sick-ass shit, mm-hmm. but it was written, directed, and produced by nine African-Americans, and then the actual movie starred all African-Americans. What is going on to you? You know, when you were telling me about this, it's... It bothers me because I don't see no black man ever, ever letting that happen. Never, ever, ever, so ever will just, a black man get raped by his son. Son, it just don't make sense. It's not happening. So I can't, um, I can't imagine it. I, I, that's why I gotta watch it because I don't believe it. Right. But I could, you know, maybe that's their perception. And my thing is, this has to come from somewhere, right? So I write plays, you write movies, you, you know what I'm saying? We do our yeah. thing. They're inspired by real life occurrences most uh, of the time. This had to come from somewhere. It's not in somebody's imagination. Like, oh, well, what if this happened and then this happened and this happened and this happened? Like, somebody went through this. But then to put an African-American face on it, like, that's what our community is about. It's well, a lot of effed up stuff that our community is about. And that's not one of them. Um. Well, maybe. Well, I wanted to ask you this the other day. Was the dad mentally the dad was like a Langston Hughes ass nigga so he was a poet and very eclectic and very just quote unquote non-masculine and kind of soft and just you know in tune with his feelings or whatever but the son was just a little bit more aggressive a little bit more assertive a little more a little bit more of an alpha male and he was just taking it to his father man the yes, long way now that just it doesn't add up to me I mean the dick like okay so even if the daddy's dad, getting dicked down yeah, by his it just son doesn't make sense. I, I don't, it does i don't even want to talk about it anymore. i'm disgusted we're gonna move on <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna move right along all right man so moving out of entertainment and into business we have the top five ways that some people suggest that you can grow your business all right so the top way that they're saying well not not even in any particular order but five ways that you can grow your business right one is to turn your customers into salespeople. What this means is that word of mouth is your greatest advertisement. And they always say, or at least I learned this in business school, no matter how many people you satisfy, they might tell one or two people about your amazing service or product, right? But you disappoint one person and not meet their expectations, they're telling at least four people. They're gonna shout it on the mountaintop like, don't go to Calvin's whatever, whatever, because his service is bad, the product is bad, or I had this type of bad experience, right? So we have to make sure that we are turning or converting rather our customers, and I like to call them our clients, into salespeople for us, because that's the greatest um, you know, advertisement is word of mouth. Do you agree with that? Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. Number two is learn how to delegate. And I, this is something I will have to admit that I struggle with and something that I'm growing um, I'm growing in this area. I feel like, man, I need to do everything myself from, you know, paint the vision of Freelance Academy to, you know what I'm saying, uh, come up with all the creative strategies behind how we going to introduce ourselves and market ourselves and position ourselves within a given market to empty in the trash cans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do it all. But at the end of the day, 
no one man or no one woman can do it all and you have to be comfortable with building the right team and delegating to that team i heard it's a rule of thumb that if you can if you have somebody on your team that can do a particular task at least 80 percent as effectively and efficiently as you can you need to delegate it to them and it's our responsibility as business owners to train up our team and make sure that they're operating at at least 80 percent efficiency or higher and then delegate those tasks to them otherwise you're going to burn yourself out the ability or the art let's call it of delegation is a manager's key to efficiency and everybody wants to be effective and efficient so um there's that jewel of wisdom you agree with that one i agree yeah. all right number three is develop new products all right you can't just stay in the lane of man i got this one hit product this one hit book this one hit service and that's just gonna be it and i'm gonna ride this way forever that's not gonna happen you have to continuously introduce new products into the market and you have to continue and grow with the market and with the consumer base all right so i think apple does a great job of this oh yeah they yeah. always come when the new iphone 8 coming out straight up straight up i had a dream about the iphone 8 iphone 8 and it was like a person that's weird but um <laughs> Number four, I be on some weird shit when I drink. I sleep on my stomach. Um, penetrate new markets, right? Okay. So you have to be able to get into markets that are not really within your core competency. Okay. Uh, do you have any examples of a company that's done this well, penetrating into new markets? Uh, so when you think about like a, a Google, what did Google start out as? I don't know. They just, so yeah, they just kind of, you know, pushed out Yahoo. But now they got phones, yeah. you know, they got Google yeah. Home. You know what I'm saying? They Google. Apps. They develop apps. They, apps. they didn't just say internet based. Exactly. They started to, like, let's go with you wherever exactly. you are. They, I want to be, I be there. Yeah. Google is there, right? So that's yeah. a prime example of penetrating new markets. And then the fifth um, strategy is learn how to automate, all right? The, the more automated your systems can be, the more effective and efficient you can be. And it, it, I think it really helps with, you know, how people want to make money while they're asleep. Mm -hmm. You have to automate your business if you ever want to do that. So for me, you know, I got Freelance Academy where we do live stage performances. We do workshops during and after school. Mm -hmm. We do parent workshops, teacher workshops, and we do a lot of different things that we have to physically be present at. Right. But when we release our um, colorful curriculum, that's something that you can purchase on Amazon.com while I'm asleep. Right. right. So I have to create create those revenue streams that are automated and I don't have to do anything but set them up and watch them work. All right. So those are the top five things you want to do to help grow your business is turn your customers into salespeople, learn how to delegate, develop new products, penetrate new markets and learn how to automate. All right. So we're going to move out of business and into lifestyles talking about social media trolling. I feel like social media trolling. Shout out to Common with the light in the background. Excuse me. Shout out to Curtis Randall on the boards. Always holding it down for us right here at Urban Broadcast Media. Engineer so extraordinaire, man. Shouts out, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune into the D. Curtis Randall Show each and every day on Urban Broadcast Media. And I think it goes from about, what, 7? 6. 6 to 8? 7 to 9. 7 to 9? 7 o'clock. Y'all tune in on Urban Broadcast, Urban Broadcast Media by downloading the Urban Broadcast Media app or streaming live from www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. So as it pertains to lifestyle, man, social media trolling. Is it the new reality TV? Yes. Do you watch social media more than you watch television? Okay, so... <laughs> My guy told me that I'm addicted. He's addicted. like addicted to it. Damn. Every time I move, you pick up that phone and you back Damn. Up. Like, if he goes to the washroom, you on the phone? You checking that phone? Uh, yeah. Damn. What's on the phone? What, what's so intriguing about the phone? Okay, so because, like, like during the day, I'm not on it all yeah. necessarily. All true, time. true. She be busy. She be busy. company. So my job is Yeah, it's kind of hard to differentiate. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. stay in tune. And, and for then, the purposes of the show, you got to right, stay in so tune. Really, yeah. I'm always, always on it. But right. really, the best. That stuff is like between two and five in the morning because mm. it just be like so much stuff. Ah, uh, damn. I don't be up. <laughs> and I like watch the videos. That's the only time I yeah. watch a yeah, two yeah, minute yeah. or longer video. That's when your attention span really increases, man. Because yeah. if it's during the day, it's like, like I remember looking at a video today and it was maybe a two minute video, but I looked at it 40 seconds, 47 seconds in like, hurry up, man. <laughs> I got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> at night. I Boy, I will watch a whole clip. Like, yeah, mm, interesting. Like, sometimes I just have to, like, and I have to go through all of them. I yeah. go through Snap. Let me yeah. see what everybody's yeah. doing. I go through Instagram. Let me see what everybody's so doing. Nosy. And then I go through Facebook. She's socially nosy. <laughs> socially nosy. So I think we both agree that social media trolling is the new reality TV, man. It and is. I actually had two of my buddies, man. And I say buddies loosely. They are my associates. I grew up with these niggas, man. But my man Frank Loper and my man Dion Yuckmouth Bonds, man, they both 
was getting into it on social media uh, the other day about just some random nonsense. Random but it went to the point where so many people were engaged and it was on your timeline so heavy that I actually, instead of just sticking to the story, I went to their pages individually and was like, what else these niggas been talking about? <laughs> like, if they if they this got goddamn messy, right. who else they been arguing with? And I was like, damn, Calvin. Why do you no. care? Why do you care about <laughs> Frank and D. Billa, G? And at the end of the day, I don't. But at the end of the day, I kind of do in my axis, sometimes man. Like, I'm a just, troll. Sometimes it's just entertaining. It is. It was hella entertaining, what man. are doing to waste their time. Yeah, yeah. How you, how you wasting yours? your time? Because that's how I'm wasting mine. How you wasting yours? <laughs> and it's funny, though, because they were talking about swinging and this and third. Now, my thing is this. I'm 35 years old. Mm-hmm. I am never going to tell somebody, yeah, man, who out the band this and the third, and I'm busting your ass on sight. Because I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We might fight. And it might get to that if you hit me first, because I ain't going to start no fight, but I damn sure ain't going to lose one. Right. But I'm not finna sit out here and sell no wolf ticket that on site, I'm finna whoop your ass, because that's not and, going and to happen. Like, like you said, you're 35. Really, for what? For what? For what? For what? At the end of the day, we'll pray for Frank and D. Billa, man. <laughs> but um, what about your social guilty social media pleasure, man? Do you have one? Like what? Okay, so what's a guilty pleasure? Like something that you that know what I'm saying? That's something you. I, I sounded doing. like yo two to five was like <laughs> why one? Why is she up? Two? Why don't she answer my two to five texts? If she up, you know what I'm saying? So I think you already told yours. I think mine is this, man. I'm that nigga that will sit here and look at your stuff and like it, but I mean like appreciate it, but won't like it. <laughs> and I don't know why I do that, man. Like I'd be like, damn, that's some real shit, Rios. Damn, that's some real shit, Troy. Damn, that's some real shit, uh, uh, Harold. But I don't click okay. like. Okay, I do that sometimes. I don't I click and you like. You know what? And I catch myself and I say, you know what? Let me let, let me, me go like. back and like and like and like. Right. Yeah, because sometimes I feel like I don't give enough likes. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. feel like liking some of that stuff. But yeah. sometimes I just be like, I don't. You know what it is? I don't want my name showing up. Yeah. And recently, like. Gee, what because people like. be on that. Like I didn't even know you could check somebody's activity like that. I used to be. So, Jeezy. Yeah, that's why I don't. Do. <laughs> my my homegirl, shout out to Coco. Shout out to Coco. But I, I saw her kind of like on my page the other day, like, 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 like. And I'm like, this is getting weird. And I appreciate the likes, but it was just kind of like seeing somebody like all my pictures back to back to back to back. back, 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 back. Like, mm, that's not normal. Maybe she hadn't been to your page in a while. Perhaps. Perhaps. And it, like I said, I love Coco and I know it wasn't on no weird stuff, but it, it was just weird. I I, I don't know. It's, I, I can't even explain it, but I don't want to be that person that's like, this nigga just like seven of my pictures, even if they dope pictures, dope comments, captions. Well, I think women expect guys to do that because the guys do that a lot. Really? Yeah. Especially like if they're new to your page, they'll like 14 in a row. Nah. I get that. That's time. not a thing. Yes. That's a is. thing? Yeah. No, nah, whatever's in the timeline, like no. it. Niggas go like it and then go to the page and then da da da. Like several different things. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is what it is. All right, man. Um, what about your social media pet peeves? Do you have any? Um, you know, for Snapchat, well, I don't like people who try to um, they, they take a quick shot and mm. they, you know that they copied your snap. It's like, what do you need that for? Mm. That's what I don't like. Gross. Because you know what they need that for. You know <laughs> what they need. Look. <laughs> You know what they need that for. Christian right. knows <laughs> what they need that for. So let's not play that game. Let's right. keep it R. Let's um, keep it R. That and I guess don't hit me up in my DM, man. Right. Hey, beautiful. Good morning. The slide. It the don't slide. work. It's not the slide. <laughs> yeah. Females hate the slide, fellas. Stay off that slide, man. Don't slide. Um. One of the things that's one of my pet peeves about social media is the fact that I kind of I kind of know who follows me on social media and doesn't fuck with me, uh-huh. but then they like like messy pictures. Right. Like if it's I'm out having fun, I'm out you know da da, and they like oh I like I like that mess. But if I post something positive, I post something with the kids, I post something uplifting. Then they don't like crickets. <laughs> Just stop following me, yo. Like, what the fuck you like a mess for? But why am I posting in the first place? I got to do better. And then the last one is, what do you think is going to be the next dope social media app? Like, what's not out there? I don't know. You know what? We need to ask Christian because I feel like the younger kids be on the apps more than, than we he do. Said, you I said, I no. I did. Said, no, no. What I think is going to be is something similar to what Urban Broadcast Media offers, but it's something that we have something that you can do pictures only. We have something that you can do videos. We have something that you can do text. You know what I'm saying? So we got Twitter, Snap, and IG. 
but we don't have something that is just straight up audio what would that app look like where it was just your voice that was your profile you know what i'm saying and that would be different that would to me that would be different something that's all audio based but can you keep people just all audio based? yeah i don't know because a creative motherfucker will figure it out our visual and they want to they are they, they are but ma- that's gonna make you articulate more and paint a picture with your words like maybe it's something more so for people that's in that spoken word space but i just think there's a lane for that maybe yeah, we'll, we'll see. see all right so we're gonna move out of lifestyle and go into sports man so last week we didn't get to talk about this um because about two weeks ago now charles oakley the oak man was kicked out of madison square garden by um the owner of madison square garden and it was on some i don't like this nigga so get him up out of here so he sent like 10 security guards to go get oak and oak was kind of like yo i explain to me why i gotta leave i'm gonna purchase the ticket right. this and third blah 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 and then one of them put their hands on him. And you are, if you know Oak, that's all she wrote. Okay, so I didn't know him. Man, Oak I was finna dribble this nigga about the gym. Like, gee, seriously. I'm finna bounce this nigga. I saw the video, and it was like seven to ten little white men trying to carry this big old black right. Jesus. Everybody get a everybody get a limb. Yeah, it didn't that make type no shit. And and this is my thing. Everybody wanna talk about assault charges and inappropriate behavior by Oak. But it's like you touched him first, first. so all the words was cool. You could say anything you want to say, say, but when you touch him and he tells you get your hands off me, and then you like, come on, man, we're at the band, and he muffs your ass. That's it. You already touched you him. Touched you assaulted him, him first, yeah. and then you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, y'all was bogus for why y'all went over there in the first place. I found out that the owner, I think his last name is Nolan or something, he fired the head of security at madison square garden like it was yeah, his fault nigga yeah. you told us to go over there yeah he did that's um, the fall guy like rom did to mccartney yeah yeah and i guess now because jordan sat down yeah with, jordan and adam silver sat down with uh the owner and oak and now he's readmitted he can go back to the garden <laughs> figure that one out right i didn't know jordan had that much oh jordan got clout g jordan got mad clout and he, you know oakley not only played for the knicks but he played for the bulls james nolan is the owner of james. Shout out to okay. D. Curtis Randall. Always got those facts and figures, man. Right? Uh, he's the owner of the Knicks, man. For how long? We don't know. But Oak is back allowed in Madison Square Garden. Will he go? We don't know. Like, Should be continued. Fuck, Fuck the, the Knicks. Knicks. Fuck the Knickers. <laughs> Knickerbocker face ass. All right, man. Um, Bears. The Bears are raising their ticket prices by an average of 2.6% despite their third consecutive losing season. And they're attributing this to reconfiguring ticket seating sections in Soldiers Field. Thoughts? Wasn't they just the lowest, you know? These niggas suck, dog. So what makes them think that people are going to come back and want to pay? Now, the reason... Color is leaving. He's not going yet, I don't think. Yeah. But this is why the Bears can get away with this shit. Because, one, Soldier Field, compared to other stadiums, is so small. And Chicago fans, regardless of win, lose, or draw, are so loyal. So it'd be season ticket holders that like, I'm going to grab season tickets, but I'm not going to the game. You know what I'm saying? So they're still going to make their money. But, yeah, they're doing an increase, and they ain't even talking about shit. In the NBA, Russ and KD got to play against each other in OKC for the first time since KD, you know, uh, jumped ship and went over to the Warriors. And there was a lot of jaw jacking and just shit shit popping and popping of shit. And I want to know, in your opinion, who do you side with, KD or Russ? And then is loyalty bigger than royalty chasing that ring? Which one would you do? Okay, who's KD? KD is Kevin Durant. Okay, I was trying to remember that boy's KD, name. KD, <laughs> Kevin Diesel, the okay. Durantula. So, I was born in Oklahoma. Okay, sorry. And Yeah, exactly. So, the fact that Kevin Durant left Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah. I ain't mad at him because there ain't nothing in Oklahoma. Ain't nothing there. Ain't nothing there. For black men. Excuse us. my personal opinion. Excuse us. So, they'll, they'll figure it out, though. Them so, NBA niggas figure it I out. And I just feel like there's no, there's loyalty when you pay me and when I'm winning. When I'm not happy at a team... And I have the option to go somewhere else. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Okay. This is a business. I, ha- I it gets on my nerves that these men be all in their feelings. Right. Like this is business. Right. I'm leaving. I'm going over here because right. I feel like I can win over here, and it's a nice city. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be yeah. in Oklahoma. Right. Nobody wants to be like, in Oklahoma. They got mad at LeBron. Oklahoma don't want to be in Oklahoma. Nobody wants to be in Cleveland. True okay? indeed. I can't argue with that. But what I can say is that. People, one, have the uh, a concern or an issue, if you will, with the way in which he left, and then two, with who he t- chose to join up with. So it's different if, you know what I'm saying, me and you don't have any type of, you know what I'm saying, you trying to get a ring, I'm trying to get a ring, damn, let's come together and get a ring, versus you just beat me, right? You prohibited me from getting the ring, and it's like, if you can't beat them, join them? 
That's what yeah. KD did. Yeah. And then two, the fact that Russ found out when everybody else found out. So this is you, my man, and we play on the same team. We ride or die, and you be defending me when you get your NBA, your MVP award, and everything like that. And then you don't even tell me, man to man, that you're leaving. You let me find out via text or via Sports Center. Okay, that's what I have issue with. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have called his little friend and told his. Let's not friend. mitigate it. So he don't be all in his feelings. So I'm leaving his whack ass, whack ass Oklahoma mm-hmm. to go play with an already ready made team. Mm-hmm. Period. But outside of that, I don't owe you shit. Period. Okay. Okay. Get out your feelings, nigga. Let's play ball. Sorry, not sorry. And then them <laughs> niggas got blew out by like 30. So shout out to KD. Shout out to Russ, who's like averaging Russ, who's averaging like a triple double, man. And you can't hate on that. Both of them having great seasons, but at the end of the day, I think the Warriors are a way better team than Oklahoma, but at least Russ has his own team, a team to call his own now. All right, the last piece of sports was Mayweather versus I think his name is um Connor McGregor. And he's an MMA fighter. Everybody knows Floyd Mayweather is a champion in the ring, and they're about to fight potentially fight where Floyd will make a hundred million dollars and McGregor would make 15 million dollars and my question to you is one would you watch an MMA fighter only be able to box against a seasoned vet undefeated boxer like Floyd Mayweather or would you not watch that shit um I'm gonna watch it because it's Floyd just something to talk about right Floyd um but I actually did watch MMA like a few weeks ago they had some fights Mm -hmm. and they get down they do but they are mixed martial arts not just boxing right so unfortunately it's it's a boy cutting itself short I I would never agree to fight Floyd unless we're gonna be able to do something something in in between that's my question what's more balanced like okay not just boxing not full-on MMA but what is in between that kickboxing 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody needed Floyd get with it. Th- throw that out there. How your feet? Let me see your footwork, Nick. All right, so we're going to transition out of sports and into black history makers. You know what I'm saying? Because last week we highlighted my man, J.O., who's making plenty of black history here in Chicago and everywhere else. And we also talked uh, the previous week about Harold Green, who does Flowers for the Living, which just ended on Valentine's Day. And then my man, um, Ryan Coogler, who is the director of Fruitville Station, soon to be Black Panther and the amazing Rocky installment, Creed. So this week, our his- black history makers are who? Well, first, locally, we're going to talk about me. Okay, Reese Peasy. <laughs> um, and Twin Media Group. Um, it's a boutique social media firm. Mm-hmm. And our mission is to build your brand through creative content generation and e- increase your online presence. Uh, basically, I started this to just work with small businesses and, and older people who were left behind in the whole social media yeah. phase. There's um, a gap there. It is, and a lot of them um, aren't utilizing it the way they should be um, and aren't capitalizing on their customer base. And so that was, and besides the fact that I'm on it all the time, Straight up. why not do something she be sliding in positive DMs. and, you Just know, help people out at the same time? Um, and I actually watched, I've watched businesses and I've watched. You kind of said, where do I sign up? <laughs> And I've watched individuals just grow their brand as long as they stay consistent with their social media. So it's just me, you know, my I'm I'm slow and steady, but you know, I'm making traction. So it wins the race. Right. Okay. Right. I'm the little turtle that could, you know. Can do everything. Um, okay, so next we're gonna go to what is it, nationally? Yeah, who's some national history black history makers? So I've really been digging this uh this young lady out. Her name is Angela Rye. Okay, okay. who that? Who that? She is an attorney and principal and CEO of Impact Strategies. Okay. She's a political uh, political. She has a political advocacy firm in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. She's a political commentator on CNN and NPR political analyst. She get to it now. If you haven't seen her or know who she is, check out her Facebook page. It's at the Angela Rye. And she goes in on these folks, y'all, on behalf of our community, of our community, black people, women, everybody. And she knows what she's talking about. D. Curtis, um, Noah. Yeah, she she's a really dope sister, and so you all should check her out. Um, I seen her on Facebook. Somebody shared her video, and she was just killing these white men Man. with the facts. Knowledge like, is power, she though. She knew her stuff, Knowledge and I was just power, really dude. impressed. And so ever since then, I've been following her and supporting everything that she does. Okay. Um, and so my last one, historically, this is one of my favorite authors. Her name is Zora Neale Hurston. Um, one of her famous books um, is called Their Eyes Are Watching God, which was turned into a movie, and Halle Berry starred in it. Right. Um, but basically, she has four novels. She has more than 50 published short stories, plays, and essays. And like I said, she's best known for their eyes were watching God. But come to find out, so she died 
in Florida poor, right? Ah. Trying to figure out, like, how does that happen? Yeah. Um, but Alice Walker, which was an author that she influenced, mm-hmm. helped uh, revive interest in her when she wrote a book. Um, it's called In Search of Zora Neale Hurston. It was published in 1975, and her essay helped introduce her back to the new generation. Right. People kind of forgot about and it. And you need that, though. Like, that was probably the first version of a meme. You know what I'm saying? Like, how our young people, you right. take, um, like, Silk. They got that song Meeting in my bedroom yeah, right. And right. now G Herbo Remixed it And now everybody like Oh what's this song this, And they, it, it Yeah they from. need that They so, need that You know I think When I read the book I was in high school So that was early 2000s And mm. when the movie came out I was in college So it was like mid 2000s So yeah people probably Really don't know right. About her like that And besides the fact That they don't read books anymore right. But she's a dope She's a dope author um, And I think If you're interested You should check her out Zora Neale Hurston Yeah I actually had to read You said the eyes Were watching God yep. I actually had to read that In um, I think junior year AP Lit <laughs> It's lit It's a good book yeah, It's a good book man Roll of Thunder Hear My Cry I was watching Even a, I reading a whole bunch the, of shit Before the movie came Yeah Cause the, But the movie Was so on point yeah. To the book It was yeah. like perfect That's what's up man so let me ask you this before we come out of um, Black History. Do you think that Black History Month has lost its significance, man? Because this Black History Month, besides what we're doing here, besides what the youth are doing here, and maybe I'm just not listening to the right channels and stations, but I'm not hearing a lot of celebration around Black History Month. Yeah, it seems a little dead. Seems like a little I, dry. I, I told you earlier, I don't see a lot of the old movies, the right. old Martin Luther King movies. Can I get that? Malcolm I have X a dream. Movies, Come on, um, man. The Four Little Girls. Straight like that. Um, what's that movie when they desegregated the schools? Ah oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I don't know the name. Was that Brown versus the Board? I don't know the name of the. I don't know the but name, that's the case it, though. Yeah. yeah, and then a long walk home. Yeah. Woody Goldberg. We that ain't came on none this month. Right. So we're just not seeing the stuff that I would watch growing up right. that kind of helped me understand the times and what was going on. I don't see none of that. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know, man. It just seems like, and I'm. I mean, I'm not in the school, so I don't know. Shout out to L's on the beat, just walking to the studio, man. Uh, engineer, audio engineer. Extraordinary, holding it down for the UBM Youth Division and then some, man. Um, but we talking about Black History Month makers and Black History makers in general. And we just talking about how has Black History Month lost its significance? What do you think? I don't believe so. Uh, well, it's Arizona Beat, by the way. Um, I don't believe so, though. Um, I feel like it, it kind of got got tainted a little bit. What you mean by that? Um, apparently, you know, Trump talking about his African American one. Ah, yeah, he be misquoting shit. He be misquoting shit. I mean. I don't know. I just, I just want, I want Black History Month, and that's why I hashtag American History because it's yeah. not just Black History; yeah. it is a part of American it's for the history. world too. We really, man, and we we've created, done a lot. started this shit. So we gonna finish this shit, man. I really man. wish that they would just implement that in schools and just teach yeah. American history, but just they don't. not just for one month, but just yeah. period. Yeah, and stop teaching them same three people. Okay? But you know, an interesting notion is that history books are written by the victors. So if I'm a white man and I'm, you know, this is my country, quote unquote, I'm not finna write hella negative true stuff about what it about took us. for me to get to my position and how it negatively impacted others and how I stole inventions and ideas from people along right. the way because then if I don't get you to look at me as as God, you're going to be looking at the black man as God and then we got a problem. You right. Well, you know what? And Ben was um, our videographer. Yeah. Here, was talking to me earlier. He was showing me um, a documentary, uh, and they were in Egypt in the pyramids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was saying the people black to see the people black, and they <laughs> was on the wall. You know, he was going yeah, in. Yeah, he be, he be and, intense. But the the thing was, the camera wasn't focused on that. They was focused on the white people. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Ben, we have to tell our own story. Got to do it. And so, really, I mean, I'm saying that to myself too. If we don't. Yeah. Do it and create stories and create new movies and create mm-hmm. stuff for our kids to watch. I guess they won't know. And that's why it's so important the work that we're doing here at Urban Broadcast Media. Because if anybody that's listening goes to hashtag UBM Youth, you will see Hidden Figures, which is a segment that we do all month long and probably all year long at the end of the day yeah. uh, to inspire our young people to know the greatness that they come from so they can be inspired to become that greatness going forward. So my last question as it pertains to black history is who needs a month? To call their own So we got Black History Month March is Women's History Month right. I heard April is I forgot what it was called But maybe Poets History Month Or something like that, that Who needs a month? Kids? Well, I mean, Do kids need a month? Look, Animals? Pastors? Look, who need a month? Because then we Jewish. might as well get month To you mamas, said Jews? daddies Jewish? Jewish? Okay Jewish people have a month Jewish people have a month? You don't Jewish? They, I mean, you they, Jewish? No I'm not LeClaim! But I'm just talking about like just Don't they get Hanukkah? The, the, peop, the group of Yeah <laughs> They do have Hanukkah I mean that's one day it? It's like, yeah, it's like a week It's like it's a, it's a lot of candles But we said a month though It's a lot of candles We can need to get them at least Black History Month started off as a week I'm sorry I Don't nobody else need a month Don't nobody else need a month I'm sorry 
Hey, y'all let us know on the live. Who needs a month, man? Somebody need a month. Who need that month? Black History Year? 2017 Black History Year? It's official right here on this and third. All right, so before we get up out of here, because we're running short on time, we're going to move out of Black History Makers, and we're going to move into relationships, okay? So we didn't talk about it going into it, but we're going to talk about it in arrears, and this is Valentine's Days. This is D-A-Z-E, because it was fucked up for some and very enjoyable for others. So we're going to talk about the top 10 things that men shouldn't have done on Valentine's Day. Number one, don't forget... Did anybody forget Valentine's Day? No. Okay. All right. That's that's check. Uh, don't buy kitchen appliances. No blenders. No. 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 no, no, no spatulas. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Talk you about can, it. You can give me a washer and dryer. Okay. Give me a stove wow. and refrigerator. Excuse us. Stainless steel. Excuse I'm us. Blenders. I'm she said Maytag, nigga. Grown woman stuff. Kenwood, nigga. <laughs> Kenwood, nigga. All right. Number three, say don't be the don't do the same thing you did last year. Don't just eat Damn. that. Don't just eat them groceries. Don't buy some groceries. Don't just eat them groceries. Buy some groceries. Hey man, I plead the fifth. Uh, number four, don't. Give lingerie. Now I disagree with that one. I disagree, yeah, I disagree with that one because I, I think everybody wins yeah. when lingerie is in. Yeah. No, don't just buy only lingerie, but maybe buy lingerie in addition to some other thoughtful items. Make yeah, sure she I can agree. fit the lingerie. Yeah. Oh yeah, size her up. Size lingerie, her up. Lingerie. Is even if they got, even, even if you need the plus size. Lingerie. Hey, my, my, my girl is seven. My girl is seven all day. I uh, don't use unrealistic. Don't have unrealistic expectations. So don't think this nigga finna take your ass to. Foco de Chow. You ain't going to Foco de Chow and Tiffany's. You pick one. You pick one. You, you get know one charm. You, you get one charm. Know the man that you're dating. Yeah, yeah. Like be in tune. Be in tune. Uh, don't overspend. It's more about it's the thought day, that counts. Yeah. It's more about, you know what I'm saying? I had that happen to uh, one of my niece's pieces, and they was like, I don't want somebody spending all this money on me because now I feel some type of way that you done spent your last on me. And, uh, you know, they kids, so they like, I don't really like you I like that. I never felt that way, but good for her. Yeah, she's more, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> higher level thinking than you maybe were at that age. But I appreciated that because she was like, man, you could write me something like a poem or make me a card, Be and I would appreciate that more Be than thoughtful. you just spending your wad. Yeah. All right? Um, number seven is don't talk about an ex. I no. think that goes without saying. I think we all can agree At there. At least not on that day. It's cool to open Man, up and out. share, but not chill out. I remember this one time at band camp. Face ass. Don't give her a generic card. What you think about that? Okay, like, see, I hate what does cards. that mean? Okay, so my guy just opened this card yesterday. Okay? From Valentine's yeah, Day, which was see, last week. I hate buying cards. Damn. It's, it's, it's pointless. It was the card's anniversary that he what? opened it up on. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Don't buy generic cards. Uh, don't do guy stuff. Now, I disagree with that one yeah. because my shorty was like, yo, I'm going to the Bulls game and we'll get up after. And I was just kind of like. Okay, but if I did that, would I have been bogus? Like, yo, babe, I'm gonna see you after the game. You would have been bogus if you didn't invite her. Right. And she didn't have plans, and she would have been just sitting there. Waiting. Man, we still had a great home. night. Yeah, if I get some Bulls tickets, deuces. I don't care if Rondo ain't playing. <laughs> I, I don't care about Rondo. Period. Mate, free tickets to the Bulls game. Love and might you, have to wait. You wouldn't say, "Hey, babe, I got an extra ticket. You wanna go?" If I didn't have one, I couldn't say that. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that. It was like, man, some, she, she came up on one ticket. D get money. Uh, don't spend the night online. Now, I don't know who would do this, yeah. but what is it? spending the night online? You what does that mean? Like what? The night. Like in your phone and trolling and Pornhub and X Video and, and, and yeah, you should be all in them guts. Watch these rap. Get all up in your guts. All right, so before we close the show out, we got a V-Day dilemma, man. So my man DC, he is the founder and creator of City Alert, man. And that was one of those um, dist distribution sites that would tell you, you know, what's popping in the city. So shout out to my man DC, um, Damon Clark. He was asked on Facebook if somebody's – so let's say it's me. Let's not say it's me. Let's say it's somebody, some brother. His mother just lost her husband. So my mm -hmm. dad passes away. Mm -hmm. My mom is now a widow. Mm -hmm. It's Valentine's Day. My significant mm -hmm. other and I usually kicking on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. My mom is spending her first Valentine's Day in, in decades mm -hmm. lonely or alone at least. Mm -hmm. And I say, Mom, I'm going to take you out and you're going to be my Valentine. Mm -hmm. My girl is like, can I come with y'all? Is my girl bogus or not? No. Why not? I don't think she's bogus for asking. Right. Um, Once she's like open to want to come hang out with you and your mama. Right. So that means she really like you. And she don't mind hanging out with your mama on that particular day, right? True, true. That's a good sign. That's yeah, a good sign. Yeah, so it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Right. Um, if she didn't want to go, then you should be okay with that because you weren't going to invite her ass anyway. True. So it wouldn't matter. To Take you. a hint. Right. I would have invited you if I wanted you there, right? Right. 
And so that's another thing. But I, I think um, at, if you ask, it's like, don't put me in a situation where I got to say no. If I invited you, be willing and available to go. And if I didn't invite you, know that I'm not kicking it all night with my mom. Same type of situation as the. Say that. So you have to be like, yo, you know, I know it's Valentine's Day, but my, I'm going to hang out with my mom because, you know, my dad just passed and, you know, chill with her for a second and then I'm going to get at you. So right. it'll be around about whatever, whatever right. time. There's but I'm one of them. Know. I always love my mama face ass niggas. So my mom probably is going to get first, day, especially in a situation like that. And and I think Shorty, whoever I was with, would know that off top. You know okay. what I'm saying? So it wouldn't okay, have so, to. So let me ask you this. So go ahead, say, go ahead, go ahead. say, look, say so you made plans with your mama, true, right? And true. So she said, okay, cool. She made other plans. Who is she? Your your bae. girl. Yeah. Teacher Bay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Teacher Bay. So let's say the last minute your mom said, Babe, you know what? I don't feel like doing nothing. I'm okay. Right. Do you expect your girl to stop her plans? Because yours canceled. Well, my mom stood me up, uh-huh. shorty. Nah, she gotta, she gotta come up off her plans. No, she don't. She gotta come up she off do. her plans. For real. Because the only reason we didn't have plans together was because I was trying to tend to my mama. If my mama don't need me, I need my other. I need my baby mama. What you mean? It also depends on what her plans are too, man. Like All right, the weak ass plans. There couldn't be no good plans. She going to the Bulls game. She goes. You got an extra ticket? Ain't that what you said? You got an extra ticket. Well, we ain't got no ticket. Or you go in and then you drop it out the window and I come in later. Nah, man, nah, (laughs) ain't no way. I'm finna be lonely, brokenhearted (laughs) on my fucking Valentine's Day. Oh, calling all of my lovelies. I got Aisha waiting and Keisha waiting. All the Keisha's waiting on me, face ass. But it's okay (laughs) for you to cancel on her for your mama. I didn't cancel on her. She was asking what the plans was, and I'm like, no, I'm taking my mom's out, and I'm gonna get with you later. Right. So you had plans. So now she has plans. I plan to be a good son. If, I, if that's being held against no, me in a court of law, fuck no, that shit. It's good. Okay. Bravo. Okay. Don't slow clap me. Don't slow clap me. I know what that means, D. Dang, D. Why Reese on that, man? Okay. So let's switch up the scenario a little bit. Okay. Let's say that you get a Valentine's Day gift, right? That you don't appreciate, don't want, don't whatever. So he give you these, oh, I'm going to send you hella flowers. Uh-huh. And you're like, man. I ain't even in the flowers. Right. How do you respond to that? Do you tell him so next year he gets it right, or do you just keep it moving with the oh thank you? I say oh thanks, babe, and then we move on and do something else. And so then, then he does it again nope, next year. Nope. So then the next day or a few days later, I say, um, I say you know what? I don't really like flowers like that. It's not, it's not worth. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that next time. But you don't tell him on that day. Right. You let him live in his moment. Let him, let him have that. Yeah. Let him and have then that. Then tell him later. Edible arrangements. Like no. they look like flowers, but they fruit. It's fruit. No, I don't want that. What you mean? No. That's like one of the biggest no, ticket items on, on Halloween. I said, Fence, like Halloween. That. On Valentine's Day. I don't want you don't like either. fruit? No. Everybody loves fruit. No, I don't want that. Okay. So, what's your ideal Valentine's experience so the world can know? So we can. Um, you know, Hopefully snatch. call me, wake me up and say, hey, what you doing? Get dressed, get ready. I'm coming to pick you up. Mm. You know, oh, we so this, are you assuming this shit ain't on a Tuesday? <laughs> you assuming niggas don't got stuff to do during the day, huh? Well, you know, the type of guy they work on their own schedule. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Excuse us. Excuse us. So, you know, they come over. Check. We have a little, you know, a little morning. Mm-hmm. You know, All right, we get it. We get it. Christian's in the building. Christian's <laughs> in the building. <laughs> then we get dressed and go. <laughs> Change clothes. Right. And so go. then I expect them to have, I don't know, maybe we go to brunch. Okay. Maybe we stop at some store and do some shopping. Mm, maybe we do a spa. Frenchies. Maybe we walk around together and, you know. Right, right, right. Have some so tea. you, you <laughs> this sounds like a scene from Half Baked <laughs> where the nigga counting his money. <laughs> he like, gee, can we uh, catch a cab this time? Because we just walked 30 city blocks. See, he like, okay. <laughs> she said the most frugal. Valentine's experience ever, Z. I mean, because it's for me, it's just spending time hanging out. Yeah, it is that QT. It is that QT. Right, 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 right. Doing one or two things that we can enjoy together. Right. And I agree with that because I told my show, I said, man, why every day for us is V Day? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about you. Every single day we get up, it's like, you the world, you you my everything, da da da. So let's not act like because Hallmark said right. the 14th of February is supposed to be blah blah blah. And That's I think we thing. do it for the gram so much that people just like, I need something to post. I need to show these other hoes that my man got me too. And it's just like, hmm, you know. ain't with the right one because I'm not finna do that. My my daughter was my Valentine, real yeah. talk. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And my girl's my girl, yeah. but my daughter got the basket and the bears and yeah. the candies and the who out the bam and to hell with all the other shit because if 
that's all that our relationship is contingent upon, then it's not gonna last. It's not a real relationship. But if you know that man on the fifteenth or the thirteenth or the fourteenth, if I so choose, can be V Day, then let it be that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's how I roll. Nope, I agree. But I hope don't nobody take exception to this, man, because I know everybody got their own little thoughts and, and, right. and you know what I'm saying, mantras for Valentine's right. Day. Some women want a whole bunch of flowers. I right. don't. That shit dies. Give me that money. Valentine, because that that shit will die right in front of you. Right. And what is that symbolic of in terms of your relationship? Our relationship. Excuse died. me. Excuse me. <laughs> Will we make it another year? So, uh, man, this is another episode of This, That, and the Third with your boy Calvin L. King, the third, and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup, right here on Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 p.m., man. When this weather break, we got some. Man, something so serious for y'all. So y'all want to stay tuned with us. Y'all want to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in every single Friday night at 8 o'clock on the Urban Broadcast Media app or by streaming from www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. And if you missed the show for whatever reason, you can always check us out on the This and the Third page on Facebook. And you can always catch us on social media with, um, you know what I'm saying, just hitting hashtag This and the Third and catch us on SoundCloud and iTunes, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Man, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in next week, man. We'll be right back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, man. Shout out to my man D. Curtis Randall for running that board like a true track star. Shout out to my man L's on the beat, Lamar Farr for swinging through and giving us his perspective on black history makers. And shout out to the lovely Miss Reese Peace of Peanut Butter Cup for yes, sharing yes, some y'all. of her. Be safe. Sharing, sharing a little bit of all that, man. So we thank y'all. We out. One love. Like Towers.